Welcome to the Be Plenty Podcast, a woman's wellness podcast where we discuss plenty of topics that point you to true self-care. Hi, I'm Bridget Pinnell, I'm the host, and I'm inviting you to pause and step into a space that allows you to tap into yourself, learn, and grow, where we can talk candidly about the things that move women closer to feeling whole. You will hear personal journeys, including mine, client experiences, and plenty of tangible research-based solutions and tips to help you create your best life. I am so happy that you are here today, giving yourself me time with this episode. Now, let's step right into today's topic. Wonderful. So um, welcome to the podcast. And we are going to bring to the forefront of this conversation this beautiful word, consistency. It is a word that interesting showed up in the previous podcast when we were kind of nerding out a little on neuroplasticity and how that has a huge role um, in habit change. And um, had you listened to that episode, you would have taken away that consistency and repetition is is a perfect ingredient to forming uh, a new habit or removing or pruning a habit, as I call it. And that being said, we want to keep the conversation alive on consistency because it is a, a really important dynamic and ingredient for habit change and forming uh, new behaviors. And I'm going to flip the conversation a little bit on you, Nancy, on consistency and kind of what it what it means and why you know it's a it's an important thing to have in your back pocket as your as anybody is in the, in the period of building new habits. Sure. Um, I think consistency is, uh, an important concept, um, for humankind. And, um, if you aren't consistent, then you're not building, right. You never really get to where you, you want to be. Um, it consistency, it doesn't happen overnight. Um, it's, small steps. Um, you're building a project, you know, it, it, it takes brick by brick. We're thinking about consistency in a mindful way. Um, there's a lot of nurturing that goes on. There's, um, community teamwork. Um, it, you're better in numbers. Um, consistency can be a really beautiful thing. When we think of consistency as a party of one, it sounds really hard and challenging because we weren't made to be consistent by ourselves. Um, We were made to, um, we were created to be in community. And so um, with that said, when you are changing a habit and you're trying to stay consistent, keeping in mind that it's not going to happen overnight, you're probably not going to be able to do it by yourself. Um, those are, those are things that you should plan for. And, um, also just being really kind to yourself, right? So let's talk about how we even get into change or wanting to change a habit. Typically you want to change something in your life that doesn't align with your values. Um, and this can be anything, this could be setting boundaries. This could be, um, the way you eat, this could be the way you parent, the way you partner. And um, this could just be the way you think, right? And so it goes down to why are you changing something? 
And when it aligns with your value, it gives you the fuel to stay consistent because, you know, it's really important. It's going to move the needle in lots of different areas of your life that mean something to you um, that are valuable to you. And so understanding why it's important to be consistent is mindful and it really helps you stay consistent. Um, Changing something because you think you should, you're going to have a really hard time keeping that habit in your life. Uh, If somebody you know is jogging and you think you should be jogging, you probably won't be successful at that. And if you are, you're probably going to be operating at the stress zone, which um, is counterintuitive to your well-being. So really coming down to why do I want to change this habit? Does it align with my values? Is it going to fuel um, other areas of my life? And is it going to make me better? Is it going to make people around me better? So to stay consistent takes work. You're going to feel the challenge, but if the challenge is worth it, you'll push through. And I also have clients that ask me, you know, change is hard. I don't like it. And I'm kind to myself and I stop (laughs) and I have to remind them that's not being kind to yourself. (laughs) Being kind to yourself is sticking to your boundaries because they align with your values. You know, being kind to yourself is um, preparing what you're going to eat before lunchtime comes and you're hungry. That is being kind to yourself. That's true self-care. Eating a salad because you think you should that's not true self-care. Um, eating a salad because you're mindful about it and you and you know it aligns with your values, that fuels something in you to continue to eat healthy. Well, I think that goes to something that goes on in our pod uh, on this topic, but it goes back to when you're looking at the why behind your what you're doing. There's the, the goal based and there's the identity based. And I feel like what you're really leaning into on what you just spoke to is, you know, it's okay. Some people are going to set specific goals for themselves because it helps them achieve something. But the ones that have the true change are those that are identity-based because it doesn't require you to constantly be having this internal friction with yourself on trying to get to a a number of something. Um, And it's a very different approach to the why behind a habit change, for instance, if it is identity-based, there's a lot more intrinsic value to it. And that actually becomes the heavier weight of motivation to stay the course um, versus just saying, I want to run 10 miles. Well, yeah. And, you know, when it, when you do feel that challenge, when your body, you know, is, is hurting or when your brain is rewiring itself and it's, doesn't feel easy. And there's a lot of, um, brain fog going on. Uh, I like to picture when, you know, the city decides to create new freeways and, um, you know, it's a bit of a challenge to get to work, right? You've got to take different routes. There's going to be traffic. Um, there's going to be inconvenience, but in the end, when, um, the city makes that change, it's for the it's 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 for planning. It's for planning ahead, right? It's for uh, future city planning, and um, this is what you want to do. You want to be very mindful about when you do make changes in your life. You want to think about the long game. You want to think about ten years out. 
um, how is this change going to affect me 10 years out? And if it's totally worth it, go for it. Um, and you'll push through those challenging moments. Also for moms who have children out there, your kids are looking at how you're treating yourself. And, um, if you're thinking that you need to exercise because the neighbor's exercising, um, you are, you're, they're learning from you, you know, but if you are exercising for yourself, because you know, 10 years out, this is going to be for your highest and best good. Um, then you're teaching your kids to always be kind to themselves and to make good decisions, um, that are going to, um, allow them to think longevity. Right. And so, um, baby steps, always the best way to start, um, anything new because it allows your brain and your body to catch up with change. Um, and you know, just being mindful. I know that we, some of us have a hard time living in the present moment. Um, some of us are stuck in the past. Um, and some of us just want to be down the road already. Right. And so change, you've got to be very mindful. You have to be in the present moment and, um, you know, you're doing it well when you actually are enjoying the process. And so if you're not enjoying the change, then that's, that's a really good, um, opportunity for you just to stop, pause, understand what it's going to do for you in the future and embrace the, the right now, all the goodness that that's going on, right? You've got eyes looking at you that are super important to you. These little eyes are learning from you and you're doing something really well for your, for yourself. You're, you're providing self-care, right? And so, um, yeah. And I'd like to add to that also, like when you, you've mentioned a few times in this, um, discussion or this conversation, um, there is something about being tiny and mighty in this process. And what I mean by that is, um, you know, you've mentioned a few times, you know, take it, take it small, right. And build in small increments. And there's some science behind why that's actually important and how that really helps facilitate the permanent change that you're going towards. Um, you know, you don't, there is like a perfect nirvana on pushing yourself enough, but not too much. And, um, it's like, you know, we, we love to have these analogies. It's like, when you first go to the gym, you don't pick up the 200 pound weight. You don't do it. <laughs> like what ends up happening is you end up either not able to do it at all, or you've really hurt yourself in the process. It's very much the same, um, when it comes to consistency. Um, when like in the example that you just said, you know, if you're ever at a point where you're in the process of habit change and you're just feeling completely demotivated or you, you know, you feel like it's time to stop. Um, that's actually the time that you should just say, maybe where I'm pushing myself is a little too much to the brinks. Doesn't mean you give up. It just means maybe you just need to reevaluate. Maybe the next step is just maybe pushed a little over that threshold. So let me just take it down a little notch. But I'm not because when you just take it down a notch versus give it up completely, you've kept consistency in the tool, right? And that's what the brain needs to build the permanent path to change. So it's not a matter of giving up because it's too hard in the moment. It's a matter of recognizing today it's a little too hard, but I'm still going to put on my running shoes and I'm still going to go do the five mile walk versus trying to do the three mile run. Yes, mm -hmm. still you know, your brain is still recognizing you're going through the actions and motions. Is it all of them that you wanted? Not necessarily, but 
you still put some consistency in showing up and showing your body that it's, it's going through the habit and the actions, um, which are super important. And so, enjoy that change. So, you know, I, I tell clients that, um, if they're trying to change the way they eat, um, maybe pick a healthy appetizer and then stay there until that's easy, you know, um, and enjoy it. I tell clients, you know, if you're, if you're trying to run, um, you know, get to a half to running half a mile and just stay there and like, have a, have a couple runs, like, and, you know, experience a couple runs where it's just easy to run half a mile. So, you know, be very mindful. Yes, we are wanting to take, you know, steps in the, in the right direction, but life is about enjoying it. You know, you don't have to take everything so seriously. Change is change, enjoy change, um, and then push yourself. Yeah, I agree. And I will, I'll leave a little more on the science point on this because everybody knows Adding a new habit can sometimes feel uncomfortable, but internally conflicted, frictional. Like if you're somebody, for instance, who's mostly you live a sedentary lifestyle, right? And you know that like increasing movement in your life is the right thing to do. And from a value-based perspective, it's because you want, you know, to, to have a longer lifespan and be around for your family. Um, what's very fascinating about the brain is the brain naturally intrinsically seeks consistency. So if the B, if the brain has understands and is, you know, strongly neuropathically connected to say that my behavior and my habit is to sit on the couch and that's what feels good to me. And you're trying to like force it to not feel that way. Um, just know that when you're in, again, that habit change of trying to adjust the sedentary to the movement, your brain is going to be working sometimes a little against you, right? It's going to be said, but no, but remember laying on the couch feels so much better, right? Like we've been doing this for a while, body, let's keep it moving. Um, so the brain sometimes it's funny. It's like the logical brain versus the behavior brain sometimes aren't always speaking the same language. Because behavior brains going, wait, I'm trying to make sure we stay consistent with current behaviors that are really strong in our neural pathways, because that's how we are um, making sure your energy sources in this body stay pretty efficient. Your logic brain is saying, yeah, but sitting sedentary is not going to have me be around for my great grandchildren. So um, shame on us for building that behavior, but we really got to kick our butt off the couch. And so those two sides are going to be somewhat arguing in the brain for a little bit. And you just got to have the consistency to make sure logic trumps behavior until eventually behavior starts to realize crap, I'm not winning the arguments anymore. And over, over time, you'll see that now the logic voice becomes the, the dominant one versus the behavior voice. So I, I didn't want to lose sight of there's some science and some things sometimes working and I won't say against you, but you're going to feel like I know it's the right thing to do, but why is it not easy for me? It's because the behavior that you're living right now may not align with what you're trying to get yourself into. And just know that when you are consciously recognizing that that's not serving you anymore and you need to change it, there'll be some internal conflict going on in your mind. And that's normal. It's normal, actually. Um, can you change it? Absolutely. You can change your brain. 
Um, sometimes it's easier for some people, depending on what it is. And sometimes it's harder. Um, but even in the, the dark depths of the heart and difficulty, it is possible. And so you mentioned also earlier, there is power in community and there's power in support. So some people can make changes, you know, alone, and that's a great, and it just might be, it's because the change they're doing right now was easy for them, but the next change they decide to do is not as easy. And that community becomes an accountability becomes a different anchor for them. And some people just, you know, need community um, and, uh, and as I call it, an accountability squad. And there's magic in that. And that's totally okay. So what's kind of beautiful about the self-care plan is everybody, just like human beings, everybody's unique. And what does work for somebody is not always going to be what works for you. And you also mentioned that a little bit, like just because your neighbor runs doesn't mean you need to be a runner. If there's one thing you'd ever do for yourself, Stop like what is that phrase? Um, keeping up with the Joneses. Don't do that. Don't do it. Like, just you know, recognize that your self care plan and your self care approach and your habit change approach could be a little different than somebody else, and that's beautiful and magical in itself, and that's good. Um, and just know that I know the theme of this conversation is consistency, and it does show up in different ways in this path of habit change. Um, and uh, it's just, you know, something to learn about and something to to just start to recognize is going to be a part of the process and consistency and um, the way that you show it for yourself, consistency and recognizing the behavior brain and the logic brain sometimes are going to have some some little arguments, but stay the course. And don't forget for every time you practice that new habit that's building repetition, right? And repetition is what actually creates the neural pathways to build stronger. And once eventually it's at a certain strength, it becomes habitual. And then you start going, oh, wow, it no longer feels like it's friction to put on the running shoes and go outside anymore. It feels normal to me. And that's what you're trying to get to. And the only way to get there is through consistency. It's the only way. And to stay consistent with the logic brain, matching your values like if when they align something very magical happens inside of us that just yeah. fuels us to want to get off the couch it's almost like no that that's that's good for me not because it's good for somebody else but it's because it's mine it, it aligns with my values yeah and i know there'll be a future episode on this but there's some some dopamine magic going on that is what eventually um chemically naturally influences that, that habit to now become something that you enjoy. And that's, what's the motivation that's getting you to do it. So it's, it's (laughs) (laughs) not to tease brain on dope. I'd love to dope with you uh, at this moment, but we like to kind of keep our podcast a bit subject topic, but, um, but I will say consistency. If there's one gift you could gift yourself that if you could have in your, your life, Consistency is one thing that will never disappoint. I will tell you that. So um, I don't know if I'm, am I wrapping up this episode or are you wrapping up, Nancy? Wrap it up. Bridget it. <laughs> All right. Well, it goes without saying, we love that you're here. If you're listening to this podcast, if we don't always say thank you on every ending, uh, I apologize. And so I will confetti it out to you now. Um, but we do, we love that you're here. We love that you're taking a moment to be in this conversation with us. Um, if you, again, we always like to make sure that we plug the fact that if you know somebody who is on a quest to want to bring self-care to themselves, please bring them to us, bring them into this community, have them be a part of our social 
um, definitely invite them to the podcast, have them listen. If you love the podcast, please love us, thumbs up it, leave us great comments, uh, share it to the world. And um, yeah, I, I don't know what else to say other than happy to have this moment with you. Continue to, to be a part of what we're doing. And uh, if you haven't already subscribed, but other than that, we hope you have a really good day. We hope that there's some things and consistency that show up for you today that you're proud of. Hopefully you learned something new here. And if you did, please share what was the most powerful. But other than that, we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. I am so thankful that you found yourself here today on this episode. And if you loved it, will you go leave us a five-star review so that this episode can find its way to someone just like you? Also, if you're looking for personalized support through coaching and community, I would really love for you to consider joining our Plenty Pod experience. And that is our monthly membership where we dive deep and apply what you've learned today together. And you can explore more about that on our website, which is implentable.com, which you can also find in the show notes. And I wouldn't be doing justice if I didn't share that our mission is to help thousands of women build amazing self-care and well-being lifestyles for themselves, including you. And you can help us on this mission by sharing us with your friends, following us on social media, subscribing to this podcast, and of course, joining our free Plentiful membership. That membership's pretty awesome because it is an exclusive community of women all on different journeys, but are all coming together to do great things. But it also is a membership where you get like free perks and free benefits to really cool well-being experiences and a lot more. We would love nothing more but to see you there. So honestly, sincerely, thank you for pausing with me. And until next week, I really hope that you get plenty of opportunities to care for yourself well.